Welcome to my Latinx life. Join me as I journey to learn, educate, and highlight Latinx leaders in a comfortable setting similar to your mom's kitchen. We'll explore a variety of topics with guest and reoccurring host. I'm your host, Joe Redondo, and this is my Latinx life. So um, I'm going to go around the room and I'm going to ask each of you um, to give me your name, your age, and what grade you're in. So I'm going to start with Karina. Hi, I'm Karina. I'm 15 and I'm a sophomore. Great. And Mike? Hello, my name is Mike. I am a student in Issaquah High School. I am 18 and a senior. Cool. And Alina? Hi, my name's Alina. I'm 17 and I go to Holy Names Academy. And I'm a senior. Okay. And Mira? Um, I'm so sorry. There's actually a grandfather clock was going off. But um, my name it. is Mira. I'm 17. I'm a senior. And I'm at the Bush School. Oh, I drive by there all the time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So hopefully I, I'm the one. I try not to speed through there. So I promise I'm not ever trying to run any of y'all over. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a busy crosswalk. Yeah, it's just super dark back there when I sometimes drive in in the morning. And then Emily. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm a senior at Roosevelt High School. And how old are you? I'm sorry, I'm 17. Great. Okay, cool. So it seems like everybody's a senior. Um, I'm not going to ask Melissa and Manrita to share how old they are today. Um, But we will say happy birthday to Melissa. Happy birthday, Melissa. Um, So in case y'all don't know that, today's her birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday. Great. So if I was to ask the group, who are the chatty ones and who are the shy ones? Um, can I get the shy ones to raise their hands and the chatty one to go ahead and say that they're the chatty ones? Oh, okay. So Mike's the shy one. Okay. Alina's going to be the shy one also. So I would I say... I don't know if I'd call myself shy. Who wouldn't call themselves shy? Oh, hi. It's Alina talking. I don't know if I'd call myself shy, but if this is about answering questions, I'm not going to be the first to volunteer, probably. Okay, great. Um, Another great trick. um, When we're talking today, since there are going to be multiple of us and nobody actually can see you talking, um, we will ask you just be like, hey, this is Karina, or hey, this is Mike, or hey, this is Alina. Um, Just so people, as they're listening, they're getting used to your voices as well. Um, So just make sure we're doing that. Any questions about that so far? Um, This is Karina. I also don't think I'd be the number one person to answer questions because I'm I think I'm the newest one here and I just don't know a ton about everything that we're doing. Okay, got it. Um, Joe, I have a quick question, actually. Go for it. Um, Should I introduce Dylan and Carly, um, even though they're not going to be here just because they're part of this team? Yeah, we'll talk about other people. That's actually one of the questions. So we'll talk about that. Perfect. And sorry, my screen just went dead. And who was that that just said that they want to interview? That was Mira? Yeah, that was me, Mira. Okay, cool. I figured. Got it. Okay. And sorry, still getting everything aligned here. So, and then if uh, Lena or sorry, Mira or Emily, what would you say the group's name is or the podcast name? What do y'all have y'all decided to finalize that? Um, yeah, our our guild name is Teens Talking Mental Health. Teens Talking Mental Health. Does anybody have any questions or concerns before we keep going? Because this is the point of no return where we're going to get started. We're going to do this. I believe in each one of you. No. Alina, question? Go for it. I just wanted to know if my audio is fine. Yeah, no. Everybody sounds great. Um, so no concerns on that side. Any questions so far? No. Okay. I'm just going to refix my screen prompts here and make sure I have everything in the right place. 
And great, we're gonna go ahead and get started. So we're gonna take a couple seconds of silence and then I will kick it off. Um, it is great if you can mute yourself until you need to talk, that's really helpful. Um, it just makes it help reduce any of the risk for the crazy sounds that happen in the background. So welcome back here to another episode of My Latinx Life. I'm your host, Jared Ondo, and today I have a great uh, group of amazing young people who are starting their own podcast. And really, it's really growing from a guild that we have at Seattle Children's Hospital. Um, as you know, I work at Seattle Children's Hospital. I don't speak for the brand, nor do I speak for the organization. All my thoughts and all the feelings that we discuss here today are my own and the group's own. We don't speak on behalf of the organization. Um, so just a friendly reminder, anybody listening. Um, today, I have a great group of young people. Right now I have on the line five young people and two other people who were not able to join us but are also part of this group or a guild as we call them at Seattle Children's, which is a fundraising group that raises funds through our foundation. They are called Teens Talking Mental Health. So their whole focus is teenagers who are talking about mental health. They all have a connection or some type of point that really drew them to this whole journey and we will discuss that in today's podcast. I'm really excited about having them um, because I've had the great opportunity to also interact with them some and We'll discuss that today in the podcast. Um, so today I'm going to go ahead and kick it off. We're going to talk and let each of the um, our guests um, start off and they're going to introduce themselves. I will call on them to kind of help move the conversation along as we're getting used to this. Um, and then we'll get into this great little flow um, to the guests today. Friendly reminder, this is very laid back. Don't feel so worried about it. It's just like if you were chatting in your kitchen with your friends. It's very laid back. Don't worry about it. Um, be your most authentic self. Also today as we're talking, if you feel like there's certain words that you need to use or anything like that, be your authentic self. Do not allow yourself to be limited by what you think is right and what's wrong and professional and not professional. You're, you're getting to a point in your lives where you're going to have to learn to find your authenticity of who you are and how you represent yourself in the world. Um, sometimes that's really with language that feels very formal. Sometimes it's more informal language. So just feel comfortable using whatever feels comfortable to you. Um, if I need clarification on any type of slang because I'm getting old, um, I will ask for that. So don't feel like you have to say something and I'm going to get it because I can ask questions if I need to. I can also Google things. Um, so we're going to really kick off. So um, the group was kind of founded with two people. It sounds like it was Mira and Emily. So uh, Emily, do you want to kind of introduce your um, who you are, how old you are, and where you're at in school? And kind of we'll start with that one. We'll start with those questions. I go to Roosevelt High School and I'm 18 and a senior, or I mean 17 and a senior at Roosevelt High School. Sweet. Okay. Thank you, Emily and Mira. Um, yeah, my name is Mira. I am 17 as well, and I go to the Bush School and I'm a senior there. Cool. And Alina? Hi, my name is Alina. I'm 17 and I'm a senior at Holy Names Academy. Sweet. Mike? Hello, I'm Mike. I'm a senior in the Issaquah High School and I'm 18 years old. Sweet. And Karina. Hi, I'm Karina. I'm 15 and I'm a sophomore at Eastside Catholic. Sweet. And Mira, you said that there are two other people who were not able to join us today. Uh, would you like to give us their names and their information just so that we know they're part of this group as well? Um, yes. So one of the members is Carly. She's also senior and she's 18. Um, she goes to lakeside school and then um the other member is dylan she is a junior also at the bush school 
Um, and she is 17. Great. Um, so there, it sounds like there is a group of seven of y'all, eight of y'all kind of working together um, to really have this conversation. I would really like to ask each of you um, one of the questions, since this is about intersection. My podcast is very much founded on um, people of color, people that are underrepresented, minorities, people with different types of disabilities, things like that is really where the conversation comes from. You all come from a diverse group of background. It doesn't even sound like y'all go to the same school or anything like that. Um, so Emily, um, how do you say you would identify when people ask who Emily is? Uh, how do you identify? Um, so I identify as a Latinx uh, gay man in the world. Um, I identify as Tejano, as Latino in the world. Um, and I identify as a connector. How, if somebody asks you how you identify, how do you answer that question? I would say that I'm multiracial okay. and a loving person, I guess. Okay, perfect. And Mira, how do you say um, when people ask you how you identify? Um, I am also multiracial and um, I am a compassionate person who loves to have fun. Great. And Karina, how would you say you identify in the world? Um, I think that I identify with people that on the outside can seem really outgoing, um, but maybe more nervous than uh, they let on. I'm a white female in a predominantly male school, um, Mm -hmm. and that's me. Great. And Alina, how would you say you identify? I identify, definitely, I think a lot of my experiences have been shaped by my Black identity, Mm -hmm. but I would also say that I have a fair bit of privilege too, just being in like a middle, going to private school, I think first of all, private education has been really beneficial um, and something that not a lot of people have access to. And then I'd probably consider myself uh, a moderator if I had to think about what kind of person I am. Okay. And Mike? Um, I would think like I'm the person who just want to do something and help um, the society as a whole. Uh, Yep. Perfect. Um, great answers. Um, everybody's just a little different, which I really love. All of you took the question and really just um, ran with it and kind of felt really comfortable identifying your way. Nobody identified exactly the same way, which was kind of interesting. Uh, a lot of times when you ask that questions to a group, people will just fall in line. So I love um, that that was not y'all. So I have, um, I have a real passion for um, what I call Gen Z. Um, and y'all are amazing in the sense of, as I think about where society is going and the things that are happening, y'all are really taking life by the horns. I kind of think about at 15, 16, 17, 18 year olds, where was I? Where Was I talking about things like mental health? Where are we talking about our feelings and things like that? I mean, definitely not. Uh, I definitely grew up in a beautiful West Texas town where everybody was very open and loving, but I don't think that these were conversations that we were having. So I love that you're having these conversations. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to jump over to Mira and we're going to start with some of the first questions and keep going there. We'll kind of ask everybody different pieces of questions. I understand. Um, it sounds like we have two people who are kind of the real talkative, kind of the founders of the group. Everybody else sounds like they're a little bit more, um, they'll ask, answer questions and things like that. But they're also some of the people that will be in the background and things like that and maybe came onto the project a little later. Start with Emily. So Emily, if you want to go ahead and unmute yourself. Um, but we're going to go ahead and ask, um, why a podcast and why this topic for you? How did this kind of all start? For me, I think we chose a podcast because while well, we were going to do a dance marathon, that obviously got canceled because of the coronavirus. And so we decided to go with a podcast because it just seemed right. Okay. And Mira, how do you feel like this whole, co- why the podcast for you? Why did you feel like this is the right fit? 
Um, yeah, definitely a similar reason to Emily. You know, uh, we really were excited about our dance marathon, but we weren't able to do it. And so as a group, we're kind of thinking about different ways we wanted to continue our like help fundraising for teen mental health at Seattle Children's. And uh, we thought, you know, we had seen some or we had had some inspiration from people like uh, Lily Cornell Silver and other people who are taking to social media to spread awareness about mental health issues uh, in our generation. And um, yeah, we thought a podcast would be a great idea. Um, okay. I think that's an amazing reason. Um, all of y'all come from different backgrounds. It doesn't seem like any of y'all got, um, went to school together or anything like that. So what type of, what brought y'all together and what made you decide to kind of start working together? Um, we'll just go, we'll start again with Mira and then we'll ask a few other of y'all the same question. So think about that. Well, Emily and I have actually known each other for a very long time and both my mom and her mom have worked or are currently working at Seattle's Children's. And so we know the um, hospital pretty well. And we've both kind of grown up volunteering together there. And, um, you know, we're both interested in participating more and helping out in any way we could. So Melissa suggested the idea of starting our own guild, and that was really exciting. Um, And slowly we kind of found more members and asked people that we thought would be a good fit and that would care about this project. And yeah, here we are today. Okay. Um, So Mike, why did you feel like you wanted to join this group of people to have these conversations about teen mental health and join the guild? I'm not I'm always like want to like do something for the society and and for why do I choose to like uh, um, help the hospital uh, that's because of one like a documentary I watched and uh, it's about like the patients and the doctors in certain several hospitals and how their life changed there and th- I thought oh that's interesting I, I want to do something like to help like more people like patients yeah Okay. So the desire to give back to the community in some way, and really yours came from watching a documentary and information on TV and seeing how other people are doing this work in the field. Interesting. Um, And Alina, why would you say that you wanted to join the group? I think it was probably um, like during my childhood, somebody who was really close to me struggled a lot with mental health. Mm -hmm. So I think that especially the time when they went to the Seattle Children's Inpatient Unit, and stayed there for a pretty good while. I think that and the relief, it was good in some ways. I think that their family could really get a break and I appreciated that. And later after they came out and they were a lot better and working like a lot better and our relationship was better, I think it inspired me to want to do something. I knew obviously I couldn't start working there at the prime age of 17 but I think it was good to get my foot in the door and see what I could do to help people in the future even if it was just fundraising which is what we do here okay also it's not just fundraising you are fundraising so one of the things that I teach teams that I work with is I don't like to use the word just this uh, when you're doing something really great so think about that whenever you're doing your work Um, you're not just doing something you are doing it because you want to and you enjoy it and you have a passion for it Um, and Karina why would you say you joined the group Um, In my experience, everybody that I've talked to has their own journey with mental health, whether it's predominantly positive or negative. Um, And so being able to bring people together to have like a platform that they can go to, to listen to others talk about their mental health. I I just thought that that was really inspiring. Uh, So so that's why I joined. Okay. 
I love it. There's a lot of things that go into making a podcast, and I've been really lucky. I've been able to offer some advice, not that by any means am I an expert. Um, I work with Emily's mom, who I consider her mother one of my really close friends and colleague at work. Um, I don't know if she'll consider me that, but I assume that um, until she tells me not that she is one of my friends. Um, The biggest thing is when she reached out and asked me, hey, would you just mind meeting with um, this group of high school kids who are starting a podcast? They're actually starting the guild and in full force. I said, sure, why not? Like, this is a hundred percent like if I can help a little bit or at least point them in the right direction this is going to be a fun conversation Um, I also kind of miss getting to work with kids even though I work in a pediatric facility Um, it kind of sucks because a lot of my work is in meetings and conversations behind closed doors I don't get a lot of patient to uh, patient interaction which I kind of miss Um, so anytime I get to work with kids and when I say kids I shouldn't say kids I mean you are young adults you are pretty much at the point where you're all going to be out on your own soon and exploring the world and really making your own path um, so these amazing young people is what I really should be saying. So correction, these amazing young people doing great work. So Emily, I understand um, you and Mira clearly have known each other for a while. Um, but you recently had a pretty interesting conversation that with somebody who may be on the show soon. Is that correct? Um, do you want to kind of explain, uh, share that story and where it's going for the group? Yes. So basically, um, the last couple days, I reconnected with Apollo Ono, who's a past retired Olympic skater. And we reconnected and we talked. Um, we talked about mental health and we also talked about him being a guest on our podcast. So he said he would be a guest on our podcast. Uh, that's amazing. Um, don't know how you get in. I wish I had connections to get Olympians on my podcast. Who knows? Maybe one day. So congratulations, uh, Emily, for doing that. Um, how? So you knew Apollo Ono when you were younger, or how? Did, you said reconnected with him. Do you, do you mind sharing a little bit about that? Um, yeah, I was actually in the Seafair Parade with him in 2010 when I was seven. Um, for Seattle Children's because I'm also a patient at Seattle Children's Hospital and he wanted to do the parade with a patient um so yeah that's how I know him and then my mom got me reconnected with him yeah your mom's well connected and lucky you uh (laughs) meet an Olympian you know just like a decade later reconnect have them on your podcast 100% have you told the other people in the group or is this kind of the first time they're getting to hear this conversation about this conversation um this is the first time they are hearing about it but he did follow our Instagram page so Okay, great, great, great. Um, Mira, thoughts on having Apollo Ono on the podcast? And if honestly, um, if each of you don't know who Apollo Ono, that's also perfectly acceptable. You can say that like, it's okay not to know everybody at first. It's a great opportunity to say, I'm going to learn about him. Oh, I definitely know about Apollo Ono. This is super oh. exciting. Yeah, I had no idea. So I'm really happy about that. That's awesome. Perfect. Uh, and Mike, thoughts on having Apollo Ono on the show? I'm actually, I, I actually that does not know him, but... I'm looking forward to like learn more about him because uh... um, that's the great thing. When you have a podcast, you may not know everybody on the show. Um, and sometimes you're going to have to do some research. You're going to have to learn about people kind of like y'all. I had to learn a little bit about you before actually having you on and getting to meet with you a couple of times kind of gave me some of that interactions. Uh, Karina, thoughts on having Apollo Ono? I'm so excited for that. I, he's he's won like eight medals, I believe. Um, so super passionate about what he does. So I'm so excited to have uh, him on the podcast. Sweet. 
And Alina, thoughts? Um, I wasn't really aware of him personally, but I'm a huge fan of the Winter Olympics. So before we have him on the podcast, I will have probably watched all of his highlights. Perfect. Um, also a great thing to do during COVID um, when you're looking as we are now starting to run through shows and you're having to de- delve deep into the Netflix queue. Um, perfect opportunity. Go back and watch some Olympic reels. Uh, it's kind of one of those things that we missed. And I kind of hate that we didn't get the Olympics last year. I'm kind of jealous. So FYI, I'm super excited to to listen to that episode. Amazing. So everyone's kind of at different points in their high school career, also in their where they're going in the world and things like that. It seems like the thing that really brings y'all together is this idea that y'all want to give back to your community in some way. Um, a couple of you, it sounds like you've had just interactions with people in your life or you want to give back to the community. It sounds like a few of you have been patients at Seattle Children's and have um, gone through some mental health awareness and treatment and things like that. Um, so it's amazing that y'all all bring different views. Mira, do you want to kind of share a little bit more about, you said you and Emily have known each other for a while. Were you also a patient at Seattle Children's? Do you feel comfortable sharing kind of that adventure a little bit? Not to take too much away from your show, of course, but. Um, I actually have never been a patient at Seattle Children's, but I definitely have struggled with mental health issues in the past and I know friends who have as well. Okay, got it. Anybody else? Has anybody been a patient? I know Emily, you've been a patient at Seattle Children's and your mom works there with us. Um, Is that kind of how did that influence you wanting to do this type of work did you, do you feel like you felt pressured to it do you feel like your mom naturally just modeled that behavior and you fell into that and you wanted to give back it was kind of both honestly like being a patient there and kind of seeing like the inside of it and all the workers there and how good of a job that they do and then also seeing my mom and her co-workers all the time was really cool and seeing what they do kind of inspired me to do this also so yeah also if she's pressuring you to say something just use the code word banana um, <laughs> and we will come and save you um, just know <laughs> yeah. at any given time um, sounds good okay good good I just want to make sure to put that out there um, 2020 was crazy as you said y'all wanted to do a dance-a-thon so just in case you don't know we have a great foundation who does lots of amazing things and there are a few different groups that do different dance parties and y'all decided y'all wanted to do a dance-a-thon and then of course you know COVID-19 just really screwed everybody over in 2020 so I feel for y'all because y'all are having to lose some of your high school career and those patient those um, interactions how do you feel like that's going to play into the podcast and did that do you feel like that's going to give you some insight of having to work through different mental health things because I don't there's nothing in your history or my history that have ever given us any background on how to basically be locked away for almost a whole year now um, Mira thought um, yeah actually sorry do you mind repeating the question because yeah. question I is sure I so the question really is do you feel like COVID COVID-19 um, really shaped your insights into how mental, how important mental health is in our country and how important it is to have these conversations, even with people who are your age and a lot of times don't feel like they have full control over um, their own health. Yeah, I think it definitely heightened my awareness of how uh, much of an issue it is um, in, you know, my generation and the generations above me as well and below. I know that it has obviously taken a large toll on many people and some people have um, discovered um, certain, I don't know, I don't really (laughs) know how to describe what I'm trying to say. But yeah, it's definitely been super um, eye opening, I guess, to how much of an issue it is and how much we need to support one another in any way we can. Obviously, it's much harder to with all of the restrictions put in place to keep us healthy. Um, Yeah. Okay. So interesting question. Um, I think about my generation and your generation and other generations. Y'all are basically about half my age. Um, 
Um, so you're, yeah, so you're closer to my youngest sibling's age, which I find amazing. And me and her get to have really fun conversations because we're have two siblings in between us, but we're at two different sides. So there's about 13 years between us. Um, but it's really fun because we have these really interesting conversations because we tend to be more on the social justice and serving the people. And my two siblings in the middle are more about like building up their own personal wealth, which I think that there's a balance between the two. Did y'all listen to podcasts before even thinking about um, starting a podcast? Karina, did you listen to podcasts before thinking about starting a podcast? I love listening to podcasts. I listen to comedy podcasts and like NPR, more news podcasts. Um, And I think it's a great form of content because you can be a little bit more passive than with um, like a YouTube video or a TV show where a lot of the content is visual. Um, So like things commuting or doing dishes, um, podcasts are really easy kind of to to listen to. And so having that um, for people who want to listen to something about mental health, I think could be really awesome. Um, And Lena, did you listen to podcasts before? I think that I probably only listened to podcasts in the realm of like those true crime murder podcasts and really Mm -hmm. only on road trips. So I was kind of unfamiliar with the concept, but I think after I was introduced to it through the group, I've started picking them up more and I really enjoy them. Sweet. Um, By the way, if you don't know, like true crime podcasts are amazing. I don't personally listen to them because I'm really worried about how much I would get sucked into one of those and like just become my whole life. Um, But I feel like everyone in the Pacific Northwest is always like, have you listened to this true crime podcast? Um, I do love that. Uh, Emily, did you listen to podcasts before really thinking about this idea? Um, I listened to a few, not too many, but I did listen to a few and I thought they were just really cool. Yeah. Uh, Mike, thoughts on podcasts? Did you listen to them before? Yeah, I listened to like podcasts before, but not too often. Usually I just listen um, the podcast as a, like a side, uh, I mean, like for a relax Yeah. while well, I'm doing okay. something else. So it feels good. Okay, interesting. And Mira, did you listen to podcasts before really on this journey? Um, Yes, I totally love listening to podcasts and still do. Um, One podcast that I especially love is This American Life. I think they always have super engaging stories. And I've also listened to like true crime podcasts as well. Okay. So as you can see, it sounds like a lot of them listen to very similar podcasts, but different podcasts. I'm assuming it sounds like a very similar one is a true crime kind of podcast, um, which I love that that is the thing that everybody was listening to on the show. So what do y'all plan to accomplish with the podcast? And really, what do you want to happen with this podcast in these conversations? Um, Mira? Um, I think just to connect to people and have people understand that it's okay to um, be having these issues and reach out mm-hmm. to people. And we're going to be talking with um, like professionals. And so hopefully they can give their insight and help people realize things about themselves. Um, yeah. And just kind of to provide a space where these sometimes stigmatized topics are talked about um, by teens. Yeah. Mike, is there anything you want to accomplish specifically with this podcast? Uh, I guess it's same like for, for me. Um, we, we can use podcast as a tool to connect with more people and spread awareness of mental health especially during this COVID period. Yeah. And Karina, what do you want to do Um, with the podcast? Yeah, I think just having conversations with people about their mental health and how, uh, whether Seattle Children's or any other mental health facility has affected them um, and improved their uh, their well-being. Okay, that's amazing. Um, Yeah, I think that that's an I mean, really, when I started the podcast, it was really about thinking about my conversations of that I have on a regular basis, but I don't really enjoy talking very much in front of groups. And this 
felt less intrusive for some reason in my life, even though it has the potential for hundreds of thousands of people to listen to it. It just felt easier to have these conversations. It didn't feel so intense. It didn't feel like it was so scary. It was also on my bucket list. If you listen to a past episode, I kind of explained the reason I started the podcast was um, I try to have a bucket list, even if it's just try something random or go somewhere or go exploring or things like that. I try to do something off my bucket list. And last year, I just knew that there was a lot of things I wasn't weren't going to be able to do. So I decided, hey, a podcast is something that I could do. I think it's great. Y'all pivoted about thinking about you couldn't have the dance-a-thon. So you really pivoted and really used that opportunity um, that COVID gave us and said, okay, we're going to pivot. We're going to use um, the audio platform and we're going to kind of move into this platform. Do y'all plan on it just being the podcast or what else do you kind of want to do with the podcast? Um, Emily? We kind of still have to talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of maybe doing video and podcast, like a video podcast. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of cool. Cool. Um, Alina, what else do you think the you would want to do with the podcast? And it seems like you are still developing some of that plan and roadmap. Um, I'm not really sure. I haven't thought about it that much. I like to keep things, especially like if it's a long-term plan, like we have a couple months planned out of this. Yeah. And so I like to keep things fresh by not mulling over them too much. So I'm just living with it, what we're doing right now. Great. Uh, Mira? Yeah, we've definitely talked about possibly doing some sort of maybe Instagram series or YouTube um, so we can have a visual aspect to our talks as well. Um, but I think that would be a fun way to, I don't know, get a broader audience. Yeah. So it sounds like there's this visual component that y'all want to bring in, maybe not right when y'all launch, but somewhere down the road. Do you feel like that's important to the people that you want to be listening to your podcast? It sounds like possibly that's going to be important. And if so, who do you think your target audience is for these conversations? Who do y'all kind of want to be listening? And who are the people y'all really gearing up to have listened to your podcast on a regular basis? Um, we'll start with Mira. Um, I think that our target audience is pretty much everyone. I think teens would definitely be a big group um, because we are teens talking about these issues, but also adults and anyone who has a connection to a teen in any way or just to learn more about, I don't know, what teenagers think about these topics. Yeah. And I think that, you know, YouTube is such a big and Instagram uh, are both such big platforms that teenagers regularly use. So that would be definitely a great way to uh, get the attention of people people our age. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Karina, thoughts on that? Who do you think the target audience is? And I will elaborate just a little bit much for a little bit, an extra part for you, Karina and everybody else. And Mira, you're more than welcome to jump in also. Do you feel like this is a topic that is going to resonate with only people that are in Washington or in the United States? Where do you feel like your target audience is also in the sense of geography and things like that? I feel like the podcast could be for anybody. Um, While our target audience is, you know, teens in the greater Seattle area just because that's where we're located. I feel like, you know, adults in New York could listen to it and relate to it because everybody has a mental health. And so everybody could in some way, I feel like, relate to uh, topics that we're talking about, whether it's with a doctor about a patient encounter or with a patient about just their everyday life with their own mental health journey. That's great. And one more, let's go with Mike. Who do you imagine is your target audience? Um, You're one of the only guys in the group. How do you feel that guys talk about this conversation? 
type of conversations? My thing, um, because mental health is not only a, like a local thing, it's around the world, right? Mm-hmm. But so our target audience can be anyone or, but we should um, start in Seattle area because we start here and then like slowly spread to the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on like guys or people who identify as males um, talking about mental health? I only ask that question because it's the question that I ask a lot of my friends just because I know growing up guys just didn't talk about mental health and we didn't talk about our feelings do you still feel like that's a thing that happens often do you feel do you see that that's something that still happens with your generation and having these conversations yeah I've seen some like my friends are just hiding their feelings but you see they need help and I always like can see something so because during this like pandemic period um, with all the homeworks and all those only time in the in your room and doing online work is just like does not feel like happy so I think everyone would like to talk about in this specific period yeah so Lena I'm gonna ask you a specific question hopefully it doesn't make you feel too uncomfortable um but you did call out that you are a, a black woman in this conversations um we know that a lot of conversations around mental health um don't happen in uh BIPOC communities and black indigenous and people of color communities um do you feel like that has inflict impacted you and do you plan on bringing any of that insight to the group's conversations okay I feel like that was a two-part question so I'll answer the first part yep, first go for it um so I think that talking about mental health uh especially within my family and my community mm-hmm. has kind of been a bit of an exception to the rule okay my family has always been really good about caring about mental health but I know um with my parents generation it was always a struggle for them so they kind of had to learn uh, especially my older brother was kind of the guinea pig with that but I feel like my parents have really gone out of their way to make sure that my mental health has been taken care of but I think that in the in my black community at large like I went to a predominantly black elementary and middle school all the way up to eighth grade and I felt like sometimes people didn't understand the ways that my parents would try to accommodate me and my siblings Mm -hmm. mental health and I feel like they didn't really see it as a big priority and just would kind of push their kids to just keep on which obviously is not sustainable but I'm appreciative of my parents for trying to save me from a little bit of that yeah um so in the words of Elle Woods snaps for Alina's parents thank you Alina's parents for um coming in understanding that even if you didn't have the greatest understanding you put effort you've put the step forwards Mira um you said you come from a multicultural family how do you feel like that impacted talking about mental health and having these conversations in your family for you um yeah so I'll just give you a little background. My mom is Punjabi, um, so I'm half Indian. Mm -hmm. um, And I feel like, I don't know, it's both my families are very different. Um, (laughs) And I think that it's harder in a larger group to be open or in my experience about uh, mental health issues. I feel like Lauren is comfortable talking about that. But in my immediate family, we are open um, to discuss these topics and we're supportive of one another and getting help. And I haven't really noticed any big differences between my two sides of the families um, in that regard. Interesting. Great to hear. And Emily, as another person who identified as multicultural, um, you have two different sides of your family. Um, How did those kind of conversations happen? Do they feel different? They do feel different just because I also like don't live with both of my parents. Yeah. So it's like really different when you go to one house um, and then the next one, which is like completely different. And yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you're not the only person 
who comes from living at two different parents or multiple different parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles and things like that. That's those are different kind of conversations. So it's a great as I think about that is like I live, you know, 2000, about 2000 miles from my family, but I do try to have these conversations with them. But it's not always easy um, coming from a big Mexican-American Latino family that grew up. These were just not conversations that we had on a regular basis. And I get it. It's probably not easy, but I'm really ha- glad and happy and excited for all of y'all that it seems like y'all have had a little bit of an opportunity that a lot of people wouldn't always have an opportunity to have and being able to have some of these conversations. Not that it was probably easy for all of you. I'm sure if we asked some of your parents, they had reservations and they had to work through certain pieces of, the, of themselves of getting to the point where you have these conversations. Um, so that's amazing that y'all have that right now. So yeah, the next question I'm going to really ask y'all as we keep thinking about, we talk about the hurdles and things like that. What are the hurdles do you feel like you as a group have had to overcome to even get to the point of wanting to start a podcast? Because some of you knew each other, as we said, some of you didn't. Um, you all come from different kind of backgrounds and wanting to start this group that gives back to the community and raise funds. Um, what would you say is the hardest part that y'all have had to overcome so far? And we'll start with Alina. I think probably the biggest thing would be that our original plan was derailed. And I only came into the group, I think it's it's probably been about a year now and everything closed in March. And so it was only a little after that that we knew that the dance marathon would not be a possibility and had to completely do a 180. But I think it's kind of a testament to the group with how quickly and how well we got everything together and figured out how we were going to make a new plan. Yeah. Um, Mira, how do you feel? What's been the biggest hurdle for you as you think about where the group has gone so far? Yeah, I would definitely agree with Elena. You know, we are all really excited about our original idea of putting on a dance marathon. And, um, you know, we're just starting to finally get all the details together when we had to push it back a couple times because of COVID and then just eventually cancel it. So I think that's definitely been the biggest hurdle, figuring out what we want to do next um, and if we wanted to continue our work and how it would change. Um, so, yeah, I guess COVID has been our biggest hurdle so far as a group. Oh, COVID, the thing that we'll never forget in our lifetimes, along with everything else, recessions, 9-11, war and across the, the world. But whatever, you know, we'll just also throw COVID in there. So um, I'm still amazed by all of y'all because I just think about all those things that have happened in your lifetime. And you are still here thinking about how you're going to give back to the community, how you're going to give back to people your own age that you would have wished these resources were there and maybe weren't always easy to find, but some of them were. Um, So it's amazing that you are doing this work. Really, this is going to be a lot of work. You're going to be doing a podcast. You're all going to be working from different places because part of that is COVID. And um, you sounds like all of y'all, except for Karina, are seniors. Um, which means there's going to be a next step in your lives, uh, new chapters, things like that. You're going to be finishing high school. If you have ideas of what your plans are or what you want to do, um, even if you haven't told your parents, we'll keep it secret. Um, if you have some weird uh, dream, just in case you're ever wondering, my dream growing up um, was to be a hobo because in my mind, I thought hobos had the coolest lifestyle because they just rode around on the back of a train and got to see the world and had no real responsibilities. But that's not what I told my parents. I told my parents I wanted to be an adult and I wanted to be really, I, you know, for the longest time, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer um, because I do love to argue. That's what I'm good at. So Mira, what what do you see as your next steps? in your after you finish high school and what do you want to kind of do? Um, I don't quite have have that figured out yet, but I'm really interested in studying like sociocultural anthropology yeah. in college and on a completely different yeah. <laughs> like topic. I also um, have always been interested in healthcare and so working with Seattle Children's has been really awesome. Um, being able to kind of get an inside view into that and my mom is a doctor as well. Um, yeah, just being able to help people in any way and possibly be a vet. I don't know. There's so many 
options. So many options. By the way, you don't have to know what you want to do. I will be the adult and tell you that um, as much as we all want you to have an idea, you really, it's going to change. Things change. Your life kind of changes. As long as you're moving forward and you're happy, that's kind of one of the things I will always tell you. Hopefully, I I don't really piss off any of your parents too much by saying that. Do things that make you happy. And if you want to study, I mean, those are all things that you can do in a hospital. You can be a veterinarian and work for a research hospital. You know why? Because we have pets and we have animals there for science research and things like that. If you want to be a socioeconomic, if you want to look at the social anthropology of things, there's social anthropology of healthcare. That's 100% a thing that we have to look at. And those are going to become more and more important as we look at... um, Um, social determinants of health and things like that is understanding the social anthropology of healthcare and things like that I imagine will be a thing that we'll we'll see a lot more of. Emily, what are kind of your next steps? What do you kind of envision for yourself? Where do you kind of see yourself going? Well, definitely college after high school. And then I was thinking about doing business because I want to open up my own store one day. Sweet. Do you know just a store of some sort or do you know what kind of store by chance? Um, kind of a clothing store. Okay, great. Great. Maybe you could give back to the community that way. That's an amazing thing to do. Um, supporting local artists also and your own brand. That's amazing. Um, Alina. Um, I've kind of always wanted to know what I wanted to do. Like since sixth grade, I think I've been telling my parents that I wanted to be a doctor. Uh, so that's the plan now. And I'm actually already committed to a school in New York for college. And um, recently, though, I've been thinking about also studying public health because I think obviously, as we know, it's been super relevant. Yeah. So I also want to know about like social determinants of health as well as like obviously directly working with illnesses at a hospital. Amazing. Um, great. Um, if you ever need any connections, as you can clearly hear, you have tons of connections. It sounds like Mira's mom is a doctor. Emily's mom works in a hospital. I work in a hospital. There's all kinds of great things. So always remember those connections. Uh, Mike, what are your next steps? I would go to a college and study some like art skills there and then I will publish more like art books comic books and online and I really love sharing my opinions and if I can make if people can enjoy my drawings I'll be very happy oh I did not know that about you uh that's amazing um great okay I yeah I think that art is really important it's very therapeutic um what a great way to also have these two passions I think about a lot of my friends who are artists and things like that that and mental health it's really crazy they're probably the people I have more conversations about mental health about um, just because they see the world in such a different way. That's amazing. And Karina, I get that you're probably a couple years off, but any ideas kind of what the world has in play for you? Yeah, I love healthcare so much, all forms, whether it's like kind of outpatient, like um, a therapy service or counseling or inpatient, like, you know, a a trauma nurse or doctor. I feel like all of that is really on the table for me um, as some kind of career option to consider. And then also criminal justice and working uh, for the government uh, in like advocacy work and working for people who might not have as much support or um, a voice in their in their communities. I, I just want to do something that would help people. And so I, I hope to find a more like narrowed down approach in these next few years before college. Okay, you should definitely, um, I will tell you, you'll probably never be rich, but it sounds like you probably want to do something along the lines of social work. Don't know many, so- many social workers that make bunch of, a buttload of money, but 
but I will tell you they are some of the people who uh, feel most rewarded at the end of the day because they always feel like they're giving back in some way. So just always remember that. And this is one of the last questions that I'll ask y'all um, as we start wrapping things up. Um, who is one guest or guest group uh, of that you'd want to have on the podcast? Um, it sounds like you're already off to a big start. So it seems like the world is your oyster. So please don't hold back. Y'all have a, an Olympian, an ex-Olympian on your podcast coming up. So just be aware of that. Uh, so I will start with, let's go with Mike. Who is a guest that you want to have on the podcast at some point? Maybe one of my friends or um, patient so we can like talk about more or help my friends to learn okay. more about mental health. Yeah. So you want to use it as an opportunity to do the education and give somebody else a platform of people that you personally know. Yes. That's yes. great. Emily, since you already did the big work of getting an Olympian, as we said, um, anybody else that you would love to just have on the podcast, let's put it and let's manifest it into the universe. Maybe your mom will make it also help, help you. I was thinking maybe, well, okay. So when I was talking to Apollo Ono, he said that Jeanette McCurdy would be a good person to have on the podcast because she also has a mental health podcast as well. And that would be cool. That's amazing. See, you're making connections. Yeah, you definitely are. You've got some of your mom's skills there. Let's go with Mira. Who is a guest or guest that you would like to have on the podcast? Um, I don't know. I think maybe like Oprah Winfrey would be really cool. It's definitely <laughs> setting my expectations high, but also, um, Emily and I like grew up on iCarly, so I feel like that'd be so cool if Jeanette McCurdy was able to talk on this podcast. You know what? Put it in the universe. Do not ever say that anything seems crazy. So if Oprah or Jeanette McCurdy somehow stumble upon this podcast, which very unlikely for them to stumble onto my podcast, very likely to stumble onto y'all's. So we'll just put it into the universe and we'll direct them to you. Um, Alina? Yeah, kind of on the same uh, out there vein. Kind of like I said before, I'm really into ice skating. And one of my favorite ice skaters is Nathan Chen. He's literally an Olympian, but I think it'd be really cool to have someone who knows how intense like the pressure of sports can be. And also, I think how that culture kind of gets to you. I think that'd be a really interesting perspective. And I'd also just really like to talk to Nathan Chen. Perfect reason. If not any, I'm not going to lie. That's 100% why I also started a podcast, always in the hopes that I'll talk to people that I may not ever have the opportunity to in my day to day life. So this would be the opportunity. Um, so great. Use it. Go for it. And Karina, somebody that you would want to have on there. I would would love to have like a YouTuber or anyone that doesn't have a traditional career route be on the podcast just because I feel like their their voices might not be as um, strongly kind of represented in the mental health field where you know I, I think teens definitely have that um, as well but even with this podcast we're we're getting our voice out um, and then like patients um, that come from like office jobs or things um, have that as well but you know like yeah YouTubers or other people people um, that have or like Olympians who don't have the traditional career route and then to, just to talk to them about how that career choice has impacted them and what they think you know maybe their mental health could have been different if it was a different career choice. Okay sounds great. Um, Mira I understand that maybe Carly and Dylan gave you some information they wanted to also share with some of the listeners. Um, was there anything that you felt like we haven't talked about that they wanted you to kind of throw out there into the universe for them? Not related to this question specifically what, but anything go for it. Carly was saying that she's actually worked for Teen Link before, which is a mental health crisis line. And she's saying that was just a really great way to get involved in this 
work and she is hoping to possibly study psychology in college and use the knowledge she's gained from both this and her work at Teen um, Link in her future plans, possibly creating a nonprofit or starting a business surrounding mental health. Sweet. Um, anything from Dylan? Nothing? Not yet. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Sweet. Totally understandable. We'll are going to go ahead and keep talking with, I think you, Mira, you seem to be one of the co-founders, you and Emily. When do y'all have a launch date for y'all when y'all want to kick off your podcast or when people can kind of expect to hear y'all? Um, I actually don't think we have set okay. um, a specific date, but we kind of have an idea of who we want to talk to and what order. So That's yeah. Important. I mean, we'll see. <laughs> okay. Y'all are going to be on social media. So where can people, do y'all have your social media already set up? And where can people find y'all? Maybe follow you before y'all launch so that when y'all do launch, they are aware of it? Oh, yeah, we do. We have an Instagram that is called Teens Talking Mental Health. We have had some troubles with a Facebook page, but I think we're going to keep working on that. And we created a Spotify account that is has same name, Teens Talking Mental Health. So yeah, feel free to follow us. We are pretty active on our Instagram. Sweet. Um, so we'll have links to uh, the teen link. So we'll have a link there um, as a resource. So if we have anybody who is a teenager who's interested in working there or needs to reach out, um, please remember, these are resources for you also. So these people are going to be talking about things that are going to be important to you. Um, sounds like teen link is a great resource. We'll also list some other resources there. Maybe if these amazing group of young people have any great resources, we'll throw them over in the notes as well. So that's an, an amazing thing. Um, if you have the opportunity, go follow them over on Insta um, at uh, teens talking mental health also join their spotify playlist which i will be doing so no pressure or anything for y'all um but i have a fairly eclectic group of things that i like to listen to so now i will go listen to the things that y'all are listening to to keep me young and fresh and make sure that i don't get too old and stale as i keep getting every day a little older is there anything that we did not talk about that you feel like you want the listeners to know about you to know about the podcast um or anything that you just want to share with the world i'll kind of start in the way i'm seeing things and i'll give each of you an opportunity if there's nothing that you feel like you want to share just say i'm okay right now thanks uh emily anything that you want the listeners to know or you don't feel like we covered that you want us to know about you or the podcast i think i pretty much said everything that i can think of right now okay uh anything for you mira i think just i don't know listen to our podcasts and other podcasts that are similar um if you are having any issues or you're curious about the topic and you know feel free to look things up um get help if you need it or talk to people if your friends are going through situations um, that are difficult. Yeah. Um, real quick question for you, Mira. Um, are they going to be, if somebody has a topic that they want to know about or feel like you, they have a question about any of your topic, can they slide into the group's DMs and things like that? Like if there's a certain topic that they want to hear about, is that going to be an option for your listeners? Yeah, I think that's, we're definitely open to suggestions for sure. Um, we actually also have an email that um, it's teenstalkingmentalhealth at gmail.com if anyone wants to reach out to us um, with questions or any yeah anything really um so yeah if you have any ideas topics that you want to hear about the group kind of spreads a great gambit of people with a lot of different backgrounds so i'm sure they can find somebody or find something that may be relevant or be able to direct you in a good direction um alina anything that you want the listeners to know about you or the work that you're doing no i think we've pretty much covered it all just like mira said um come listen because it's going to be good, insightful, even if you don't think you're going to learn something, um, maybe just somebody to resonate with. Yeah, uh, Mike, anything you feel like we you want to share with the group? I just hope everyone can re- enjoy our podcast. 
Yeah. Okay. And Karina? Uh, I think I agree with what everybody said. Um, listen to the podcast and take care of yourself. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the ending of our questions today with these amazing young people that we're going to call Teens Talking Mental Health because that's who they are. Um, you can follow them on Instagram. Um, you can follow them on a Facebook page. Wait a little bit for that one. And they have a Spotify playlist. If you have questions, um, they have an email, uh, teens talking mental health at gmail.com. Friendly reminder. Yeah, go over there. Um, also, if you have anything for us at uh, My Latinx Life, if you feel like you know a good guest or a topic that you want to listen to, feel free to go um, slide into my DMs on anything. You can also email me at mylatinxlife at gmail.com. Um, also, if you go to my uh, website, uh, My Latinx Life, there's also a place for you to leave a voicemail if there's anything that any feedback you want to give. Uh, friendly reminder, please go give us a good review. Um, if you give us good reviews, we pop up. More and more people listen to us. Other than that, everybody have a great day. As Karina said and this group has said, um, go ahead, step out there, take care of yourself, have conversations about mental health. And if you need resources, we'll leave some of them down here in the show notes, but also feel free to reach out at any given time. There's so many people who want to give back and want to have these conversations about mental health. It's not something that's going away. Um, it's something that we need to have more conversations about, especially in this country. So um, stay tuned and look forward to having y'all all listen to my next episode of My Latinx Life. Thank you.